And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. We are back with another movie. I'm Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And The Heartbreak Kid, directed by the Farrelly Brothers and starring Ben Stiller, Michelle Monaghan, Jerry Stiller, and Mellon Eckerman, is a remake Mm -hmm. of a 30-year-old film called The Heartbreak Kid, which starred Charles Grodin, Sybil Shepard, and Jeannie Berlin. Now, in the original film, Anne, mm-hmm. Charles Grodin played a young guy mm-hmm. who gets married to a not very attractive woman. Right. They go on a honeymoon. Very traditional Jewish wedding, I might add. Very traditional Jewish wedding. They go on a honeymoon, and he sees this beautiful, blonde, Gentile goddess. Goddess. <laughs> played by Sybil Shepherd. Right. Now he wants to dump his wife, who gets sunburned. In the new version... Ben Stiller is quite a bit older than Charles Grodin back then, Mm -hmm. and he doesn't seem to be Jewish. At least they don't mention it. And he marries a drop-dead beautiful woman. Oh, lovely looking. Her name is Melon Ackerman. And everything about her when we first meet her is so appealing. She's got a great sense of humor. She's very romantic. Cuddly, 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 adorable girl. Right. They don't want to have an intimate relationship until they're married. She doesn't want to cheapen it. And he says that's perfect. And six weeks after they meet by accident, Mm -hmm. they get married and off they go to Cancun on their honeymoon. And from the moment they get in the car and she starts singing loudly and off key to every song that's played on the radio. It annoys him. Mm -hmm. Well, we begin to see that there are flaws in the picture here. That's part of the problem that we have in the screenplay, but that's a big problem that Ben Stiller has when he's trapped in the car with this goddess who sings off key. But that shouldn't be enough to drive him crazy. I could live with that. Well, she has some other <laughs> annoying habits. She has some very annoying habits, which we find out when they get off the freeway to find a motel to consummate their marriage. Oh, yeah. And that scene, Anne, is truly X-rated. The filth that comes out of both their mouths during this scene. It's not funny. No, it isn't. Most of this film isn't funny. Right. I wanted to say, you know, let's talk about the reasons why this film doesn't work. And then I'd have to say, well, it's everything. There is nothing in the movie that works. Not one single solitary frame. You're absolutely right. I'm going to start with the casting. Ben Stiller is 40 years old. He's graying at the temples. He's too old to play this part. I don't believe him for one minute, and I think it was a little creepy to see Ben Stiller trying to portray a man who's 25 years old or 30 and who's supposed to be indecisive in his thinking. It doesn't work for Ben Stiller, so that's a number one problem. Then you have Jerry Stiller, Ben Stiller's real-life dad, playing a character of his father, duh, And unfortunately, Jerry Stiller is raunchier than his son, Ben Stiller. So now you have an old man, 75, 80 years old in real life, running around calling women by epithets. You know, I don't know where to begin in terms of how unconscionable this picture is. And poor Malin Ackerman, once again, she's one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life. Mm. To make her go through what she goes through in this film, including one scene towards the end, which frankly is obscene. It belongs in a pornographic picture. It really does, and it shocked me to my core. I couldn't believe they were showing this on a multiplex screen. Right, right. 
You know, Les, I recall an interview with Ben Stiller recently where he said at first he really didn't want to get involved in the Heartbreak Kid remake because he loved the original. And then the Farrelly's told him and then produced a script that Ben Stiller said was raunchier, filthier, more disgusting, more hateful, more terrible towards women than any movie that had ever been made. And he said, great, where do I sign? I mean, this is the kind of thinking that goes on out there, and I'm disturbed by it. I'm also saddened by the fact that a young, inexperienced, unseasoned actress like Malin Ackerman agreed to do this film. She must have known what scenes were in the final draft. I'm sure they told her that we are going to let you do something as vulgar as anything any actress has ever done on film. And she said, great. I mean, what's up? I don't know what's up, Anne, but <laughs> the story goes on. Right. They're down in Cancun. They're on their honeymoon. They're having terrible problems. And they've only been married for two yeah, days. She has a deviated septum. I mean, come on. A deviated septum, which she got from a lot of cocaine use before she met yeah. Ben Stiller. She gets very badly sunburned. She's in their room. She's really become the bride from hell. Is Absolutely. What okay. So he's hanging around downstairs and he meets Michelle Monaghan. She's adorable. She's mm-hmm. wonderful. And in his mind, this is the woman he should have That's married. That's right. So now he's got to figure out what he can do to get out of this <laughs> other right. marriage. Right. It's a funny idea, but... Well, it was funny back when the original was done. It was brilliant. It was brilliant because Sybil Shepard's father was Eddie Albert. Yes. And he was so good at this. In the new version, Michelle Monaghan's cousins are all ignorant, loud rednecks from Mississippi. Mm -hmm. Nothing against Mississippi, but that's the way they are portrayed in the film. So I didn't like anybody in this movie. Not anybody. Here's another problem with this remake. In the original, the focus was on Chuck Grodin and his inability to accept a marriage commitment. It was not so much about Jeannie Berlin being such an awful choice. It was equalized, in other words, between those two problems, Chuck Grodin and Jeannie Berlin being maybe the wrong person for him. This current version, it's quite a bit different. It's the women who are the focus. They turn that girl into the worst marriage material possible. That makes his motives for getting rid of her acceptable. It doesn't to me, but that's the way they have turned that plot line around. Not a good idea. And it ends up making Michelle Monaghan responsible for whatever happens at the end. And the end is not joyful, my friends. It is not joyful at all. And here's another problem. In the original, Chuck Roden was a man with a soul. He had a heart, and he had to struggle to find that in the movie. In this story, Ben Stiller remains a soulless character. At the very end, in the last scene, we see just how soulless this guy really is. Exactly. He is a man without a conscience. And that's what this movie lacks, is conscience and a moral point of view. You're absolutely right on the nose. That's why you're going to hate Ben Stiller in this movie. You're going to hate these two women. You're certainly going to hate Jerry Stiller. And I've known Jerry since we were both very, very young. He's a wonderful actor. Not in this one. No, He's no. He's just not funny. And another problem with the film, and you've mentioned it, they do the ethnic slurs about the rednecks from Mississippi, but they don't leave the poor Mexicans out of the mix either. And there is a character in there that is the cliched Mexican bandito kind of guy. And honestly, Carlos I can't... Mencia is the actor's name. Imagine 
a more trite and cliched portrayal. You know, if they had approached Jimmy Smits with this kind of a role, he would have killed somebody. It was so insulting and so racist. Well, it's terrible. And they give him the one, quote, running gag for the movie. I was only joking. And you just want to go, you know, I wish there was a joke in this film. There was nothing to recommend it. This was a moronic remake. I'm really, really sorry that they took a fine, fine movie and tromped and stomped all over it with such a lack of conscience and a lack of ethics and a lack of ability. Talent squandered once again. I hope I really don't have to cover another Ben Stiller movie. He may be a nice guy and all that, and I liked his parents a lot, but I do not care for the choices that he makes in terms of his movie career. So for me, Heartbreak Kid was a heartbreak for me. I can't say anything more about it. Red light for all the above reasons. Red light for me, too. There's nothing funny about this movie, and there's nothing romantic about this movie. Why would anybody go see it? Two red lights from Anne Elder and myself for The Heartbreak Kid, directed by the Farrelly Brothers and starring Ben Stiller. Whew, I'm so glad we have finished with that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies. Hi, I'm Christina Yerling Biro, host of the podcast Pop Culture Confidential. Join me as I go way behind the scenes with some of the most influential people in entertainment and media. Hear actors such as Succession's Brian Cox talk about his favorite characters to play. There always has to be a mystery. The audience have to be in a situation where they want to know what's going on. Meet studio execs like Pixar chief Pete Docter and learn his secret on how he makes us cry. Emotion is our first language. And so many others who are defining popular culture, from Obama speechwriter David Litt to Top Chef host Padma Lakshmi. We don't often think about food politically or we don't want to, but it really is. Join me. Search for Pop Culture Confidential wherever you get your podcasts.